Listening to Thematics presented by UnleashedStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Well, hello, everybody. This is your host, Andy Sokolovich. Welcome to another episode of the one and only, the greatest podcast on the planet Earth, Thematics. That's right, folks. This is episode number 26. Grace had to remind me what episode it was before I started this, so thank you, Grace. My name is Andy Sokolovich, and I am a Gallup-certified strengths coach and the owner of a coaching practice called Unleash Strengths, nestled in the small Midwest town of Clinton, Iowa. I am a coach for hire, working with organizations to enhance employee engagement, boost recognition, and increase overall job satisfaction. If you are interested in enlisting the skills of a strengths coach or looking for a speaker for your next workshop, conference, or seminar, consider giving me a call, 815-441-2219, or shoot me an email, Andy, A-N-D-Y, at Unleash Strengths. Com. Thematics is a podcast series designed to highlight the massive impact the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment has had on now over 12 million people. We've surpassed 11. We are now in the 12 millions of people that have taken the assessment. It's our belief that the best way to promote its effectiveness and proven results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development first hand. Our guest today is intimately aware of her strengths and wants nothing more than to share her story in an effort to help others succeed. For more information or to schedule an interview for yourself, that's right, you too can be on Thematics. Again, shoot me an email, Andy, A-N-D-Y, at UnleashStrengths.com. We're on social media, Facebook.com forward slash UnleashStrengths, Twitter at UnleashCSF, that's UnleashCSF. You can subscribe to our RSS feed and our iTunes link and everything right on our website for your Android device, excuse me. If you look at the top right-hand corner of this webpage, you'll see all the beautiful links on there. My co-host is none other than the wonderful Grace LeConte. She's the owner of LeConte Consulting. You can find more information at LeConteConsulting.com. That's L-A-C-O-N-T-E Consulting.com. And Grace works hard to provide strengths-based training to management teams and groups. Grace, what is going... Tell me it's raining out there in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Sorry, it's not raining today. Oh. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Vancouver, Washington. Nice. Nice. What's and new with you? Anything? I have been enjoying many sessions of contemplating the universe and the joy around me through meditating. Wow. So that's been a big change here because I never would have done that out east. <laughs> that's awesome. I always try to meditate, but then I fall asleep and uh, lose track of time. So I, I have know. to give that so a try. I'm really excited about um, some things that are brewing and they will be coming to my website very soon. But I'll be presenting some brand new changes to my brand into my company. I'm going to be offering HR services on personality assessment result um, tool. So it's a tool that companies can use to make the most of any personality tests that they've already done if it's not being implemented. So that's brand new. I'm so excited to roll that out soon. And then I also um, provide minimalist management encouragement for managers who are struggling. If you're a manager and you need help figuring out how to get forward, that's where I can help. And I also have another brand new website called the job loss coach joblosscoach.com that'll be coming out soon for people who have lost their jobs and are seeking what to do next 
So awesome. there's a lot going on in my man. I'm right excited. Now. It must be. It's like a. It's like a factory in your head just pumping I, out. Yeah, content. I can't just start one company. I got to start three at once. Yeah, you know? welcome to my world. All right, <laughs> but th- this show is not about us. Yes, it's about it is our not. guest today. So I want to introduce a woman now who I've been following for a little while on social media. She's a brand new minted Gallup certified strengths coach, Becky Jorgensen. Becky, how you doing? Thanks for being on our show. I'm doing great, Andy and Grace. Thank you for having me. So, Becky, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and how you found out about strengths, and then go ahead and reveal us uh, reveal your top five. Absolutely. So, about one year ago, I left the corporate world. I had been in human resources for 15 years, and I decided to leave and open up my own company. It was through networking that I was introduced to an alignment coach, and he is the first person that introduced me to StrengthsFinder. And once I took StrengthsFinder and engaged in coaching for three months, I absolutely had that aha moment and discovered my calling. And that's when I decided to become a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach. So my top five are strategic, maximizer, responsibility, futuristic, and positivity. Yay! Yeah, that's that's an awesome combination of top five, and I can hear all of that just through our pre-show banter that our listeners did not get to hear. We had some fun before we launched this episode of Thematics, and and uh, Becky was a delight, and I continue to want to just connect with her as we move on because she's got a lot of great things to offer. Now, what is your company, Becky? My company is People's Choice Consulting is the uh, company name. My website is actually beckyjorgensen.com. So when I decided to do strengths coaching, I actually revamped my website, rebranded and used my name. And so I uh, have rebuilt the whole new website and talk about strengths and talk about really wanting to change the corporate world from weakness management to strengths-based development because for 15 years, I didn't know about Gallup and I didn't know about the work on employee engagement. And that was the aha moment. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Becky, I'm going through a website redesign right now. <laughs> And looking back at what I've done in the past, I'm just like, what was I thinking? Exactly. You have that problem too. <laughs> yes, I have a much more sophisticated website now, thanks to my oh. wonderful marketing guy that's here locally. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I think websites are kind of visual proof that we adapt and grow um, <laughs> and mature as we advance along in our professional careers. Because mm-hmm. I know my own website has gone from when I see where it's at today from where it was three or four years ago. I almost cringe looking back at some of the old media <laughs> files that I have. But but uh, so what you said, the, an alignment coach, can you explain mm-hmm. what that means? I've never heard that term before. He takes so Kyle Morgan is the, is my strengths coach and he did a sabbatical for several years where he learned about strengths but he took he takes it a little bit further and so really what you do is you get real small first and you really learn about yourself but then you learn about how you align your strengths to your everyday activities and how you can contribute to the community and serve others as well. So you kind of start with the small funnel and then work your way up so that you begin to develop a leadership statement, for example, an alignment constitution where you really define what your your leadership, your genius, and your art is. Wow. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. We'll have to reach out to Mr. Morgan and see if we can get him yes. on the show. He sounds like a, a guy that's uh, some. We want to add to our our list of strengths enthusiasts and just all around awesome people. Yes, and Kyle and Kyle follow. You can follow Kyle. Um, he's also part of the uh, Gallup called the Coach and the uh, Gallup Strengths Finder Facebook group as well, as well as being on LinkedIn. Ah, very cool, very cool. So this show, uh, Becky, is all about those listeners who maybe have just taken the assessment. They're, they're brand spanking new. Strengths just enter their life sort of how it entered yours and mine mm-hmm. uh, roughly two years ago, and then Grace's as well. So the first question that we ask is, since the day you were introduced to Strengths and you and your top five were revealed and you got your Theme Insights report, what does your journey look like? Walk us through that first time where you had that information in your hand. How did you begin to apply it? Well, once I had that information in hand, obviously it was like, oh my goodness, this is really about me. I really felt like the themes held, helped me really understand why some things were happening in my life and why some things were not. And so the journey for me was over about three months and it wasn't easy um you know there was days where you got really confused and you're trying to apply these strengths into every activity and sometimes it just gets more and more confusing but then as you begin to just really be intentional about applying your strengths and and really understanding how to turn your talents into strengths you begin to in my mind transform and that's what happened is it's like my life became clear. My path became very clear. I spent a lot of time. Um, I have a great library of strengths books. So I have spent a lot of time learning and learning is number six for me. So learner is number six. So when I started really investing in reading and understanding, and I did all of that before I went to the accelerated coaching program. So I spent a really good amount of time from September until the end of March absorbing everything I could about strengths. And the more I did, the more I just was like, I love this. I want to talk about this. I want to teach other people this because for me, it was transformational. I found myself happier. I found my calling. I knew exactly what my direction was and I haven't looked back. That's great. Becky, do you find uh, that it changes the way that you relate to people? Like yes, it has. People around you? Yeah. What, yes, what's an I, example of that? Okay, so one of my bottom themes, believe it or not, <laughs> number 32 is restorative for me. Mm-hmm. So, really? yeah, so the the maximizer and the strategic piece of, of my talents has really been one of those things where I'm constantly looking to make things great, you know, make things better, help people like really want to be the best that they can be. Um, and I found that if I was associating with people who were okay with status quo, okay with mediocreness, who really didn't have initiative or who had an, um, a bit of a sour attitude, it would completely drain me. And then the positivity piece would be exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to learn to associate with people that have the bigger vision, who are strengths enthusiasts, who understand what we're talking about and who want to collaborate 
in those relationships with with myself in order to not de-energize myself because I would you know spend hours talking to people in networking groups and then you know you'd come home and you'd just be exhausted and you'd have to get up and do it all over again so I just found that for me I needed to be with people who didn't need somebody who was good at being restorative but who could uh, be energized by my positivity, my maximizer, and my futuristic talents. Yeah, that's great. I could not have said that better myself because I think you and I are very, very similar in that aspect. Or aspect restorative sits at twenty nine for me, <laughs> but everything you said just now really resonates with me because I cannot function, you know, at the peak of my performance in that strength zone when I'm surrounded by people who who demand things from me, mm -hmm. but aren't willing to kind of make a return on that investment. Uh, so I do best when I'm around people who are also positive, who are right. motivated, not necessarily like-minded, but who are just motivated to make a change, take that effort. And and I do not really step up to the plate when it comes to, hey, this is broken, how do we fix it? Mm -hmm. um, right. I will help motivate others to find that solution. And I, with, like you said, within my, my woo and my communication and mm -hmm. even some of my strategic, but the rest, the restorative part is always kind of lacking. So I like that you said that. Exactly. Cause I feel like, you know, it, uh, again, you don't have to be like minded, but if you're around people that are complaining, they don't know, you know, they're just negative Nellies and they don't want to do anything about it. It just deflates you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a cartoon that my children watch on like Disney and it's called like Kirby Bucket um, and this this kid has such a he's an artist like he doodles and draws and stuff but all the episodes he lives out his life but there's segments of his life where he actually will see one of his doodles like come to life and I always just kind of imagine myself like Kirby Bucket if I'm in a room of constant complainers I just view them kind of, of animated like gigantic sponges <laughs> sucking the juice out of me oh my Oh my gosh. But it's funny. That's how my brain works. For those but of Andy, you. I get that. Yeah, you wow. just you visualize that and you think, man, you're just you're there's no reason that I should go home, like Becky said, <laughs> just withdrawn of all of my energy because of something that somebody else did or wow. said. So you gotta really it's it's imperative that you select your audience and choose who you want to hang out with. Yes, it is. Can I be a a voice of dissension or I guess a devil's advocate? Sure. For in defense of all the people who are negative, <laughs> um, I have had a really, I mean, I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I have positivity as number seven and I have woo as number eight, significance as number nine. I mean, I definitely have um, a love for people and I, def I really, I hear exactly what you're saying, but I've also seen people who are more negative and drag their feet and a lot of times they react to those of us who are positive. <laughs> Have you thought about that? Mm -hmm. They react to us when we try to pull them in a direction that they aren't sure they want to go. Does that make yes. sense? Becky, have you ever seen anything like that? Yes, in the relationship I have. Had? Or yes, I have. Mm -hmm. I, I have. I saw it before when I was a small business advisor. I had some situations where that occurred, um, as well as in some of my own personal relationships. Yeah. And really what happens is, is I, I was spending so much time trying to be positive, to show them the future and what could be. And then my mind, every time they would say something negative or something like kind of critical, 
my strategic thinking would just go into overdrive trying to say, okay, let's put all these patterns together and let's me ask you some more questions. And you know, if that didn't work then, then why are you focusing on that now? Let's focus on something different. You know? you have ID- so- <laughs> do you have ideation up there too? Becky? I do. Ideation uh-huh. is number nine. Yeah. And so, you know, it just, what I found is that some people, yeah, I could move the dial a little bit with them, but it wasn't necessarily going to be sustainable unless they could get comfortable within. So they needed to almost hear a different way for you to explain it mm-hmm. that they could wrap their mind around. Yeah. So not to, not to bash positivity people at all. I love mm-hmm. the strength that I have, but I find a lot of times people that react the most to me, it's not that they're reacting to positivity, it's that they're reacting to being pushed and they don't always want to be positive mm-hmm. or happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't want to be at, in the moment. They have to experience the struggle in a different way and maybe have more executing um, solutions or feel more connected relationally, which I have really low strengths there. Mm-hmm. So that's been something where, I realized. Yeah, and where my positivity comes out is really a lot of energy. I'm a very high energetic person. And so for me, the positivity isn't necessarily in the words I use. It's just the energy I give the room or give that person um, so that they can relate to me. Like they feel like, okay, um, you know, she's listening and she's excited about what I'm talking about. So that's how I build relationships with people is really through that enthusiasm, through that, you know, giving people hope. Yeah, I can tell. Andy, can you tell? Yeah, I can tell. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Becky and I were separated at birth. So uh, on Mother's Day, I'm just going to buy one card. You can sign it, send it to my mom, and then we'll, right. we'll cover both. No, I, I totally agree. I uh, you know People have said that in the past. They've come up to me and say, Andy, how do you have so much energy? And I say, you know what? It's just natural. You know, it's just I get when I get motivated or passionate about something, you know, it's just like somebody's behind me with a set of, you know, car charters just zapping my back because I'm excited <laughs> about what can we do next? What's the next step? How can we get this done? But on the flip side, as, as you know, Gal prefers who has the basement, I will agree with Grace that sometimes that comes across as super aggressive and people will throttle back. They'll close themselves up because they do not know how to deal with it, nor do they necessarily have necessary have the desire to right. embrace that because they just know they couldn't keep up. Right. Um, it's, it's especially those deliberatives. Hi, deliberatives, if you're listening. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. My <laughs> son has it. I know several people that have deliberative, and they are a whole different world than an activator, you know, positivity, uh, yeah. focus, ideation, me. Yeah, deliberative you know? is about number 29 for me. Yeah. <laughs> but what isn't that you, the – isn't this the cool – portion of the show where we can identify now all three of us becoming strengths aware looking through a lens of strength no longer look at those individuals as oh they're just not willing to jump on board Mm -hmm. we're looking at them as okay they're not really hip to my game but what can i say or do what actions can i take to make sure that we're getting we're moving towards the same goal just Mm -hmm. kind of in different directions and how do i embrace that Deliberative, for for anyone who's listening that doesn't know, deliberative is the strength, very great strength of being cautious when making decisions, wanting more information and not wanting to jump into things, which is pretty much antithetical to an activator. I call (laughs) them my safety tether. Who sees opportunities and wants to move a group or an individual forward with an action, whether or not you think through it first, which I've made that mistake. Yeah. So deliberative is a really great um, companion strength to someone like me. And I think you have activator too, right, Andy? 
Oh yeah, I'm, six, I'm, right? I'm activating all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I look at uh, when I kind of again how I picture things in my head. I look at those who have high deliberative, and I picture them like like standing across from each other and holding hands, providing like a net for me to fall in because yes. I'm going to. Um, but they're the ones that are there to catch me when I say, "Oh mm-hmm. crap, I leapt before I knew what I was jumping into." Now what? I mean, they're kind of my I don't want to say safety net. But they definitely provide me with a buffer and every once in a while have to kind of slap me across the face and say, simmer down now. Calm down. <laughs> you're too you're too aggressive. That's a good point. Becky, do you well, have any deliberatives in your life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few. But, you know, that's what's great about, you know, the whole strengths piece is that you just learn to appreciate people in such a different way. Um, once you have the knowledge of strengths and others' talents and the interplay of those talents, you learn to work with people and you learn to self-regulate because obviously with my energy level and my futuristic thinking and my strategic thinking and wanting to be a maximizer, you know, that does, that can come across as pretty powerful and pretty scary. So you just, you learn to regulate and you learn to pay attention to your audience. Who are you talking to? Can you identify what maybe some of their strengths are and adapt to it? Becky, moving on to our next question. That was awesome, by the way. That was that was a jam-packed session of, of great communication when dealing with groups and other people. Talk to us a little bit more about that aha moment. I mean, you said you experienced it when you were first introduced to strengths. What was that? Kind of explain to us that scenario where you're sitting there and you're going, wow, like this, this is me. How did this assessment get so close in identifying the type of person that I am? So my aha moment, once I I really delved into understanding my strengths, I actually created a vision board and I took all the different words from my theme report that really resonated with me and I actually outlined them on a vision board. And then when I was being coached, we talked a lot about leadership. And, you know, where did I see myself? Because I was a leader in the HR world. I was a chief HR officer. I had a team of people and I saw myself as a leader and pushing the organization forward. So it was a matter of how do you really make the connections between what your talents are, what your work is going to be, how are you going to best serve the community and how are you going to be able to stay energized in doing the best work of yourself. When you start to see the patterns and the vision board was one way for me to do that. And I started making recipes. And so recipes being combining words to then give me an aha moment of that's me. That's who I am. That's what I need to portray. That's when it came to me. And so one of the things that my calling came to me was that I was really passionate about continuing to help people. I mean, people have been my customer base for 15 years, but I also had a passion about the fact that I have for 15 years worked in weakness management organizations. And like I said, I can't change the past, but I can move forward and I can try to have a bigger mission of going into organizations and giving them the opportunity, especially my HR colleagues, of knowing that 
there is a different way to doing things. And that's my biggest mission is I really want to focus in not just on individuals because I think that's valuable too, but the bigger mission is to help organizations develop strengths-based culture to improve performance. I've seen people um, hate their jobs, get sick from their jobs, have chronic illnesses. I've even had people um, commit suicide because of the pressures of the work world and where they don't feel valued by the organization. And I want to be one of the people, you know, one of several people. I do have two other people I'm working with that are Scallop Certified Strengths Coaches. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Jen from Quirk. And that is our mission. We want to work with small to mid-sized organizations and help them change their corporate culture so that their employees are engaged, that they you know, have less turnover, higher productivity, and the individuals contributing to the organization are actually rewarded for the unique contributions of their talents in the roles that they have. Wow, that was that was awesome. I think I agree. Did you read that, Becky? Yeah. No, I didn't. But that just that is a sign. That is a sign of extreme passion, though. When somebody can, when somebody can just like say that stuff, impromptu, no, not even not even given a heads up as to what question is going to be asked, and they can respond in that manner. That just allows me to believe that you are so passionate about this. You don't need any kind of notes or bullet points. You got this all figured out. That's awesome. But that's the transformation. That when you that for right there, that's your example of the aha transformation is that when you can really combine all this information and actually apply it to your life, you're able to be authentic, you're intentional about what you're going to do, and you do it. That's cool. Grace, you have anything to say about that? Thank you, Andy. Now, Becky, I have a question because I think we are in a, a really interesting and unusual uh, wonderfully unusual situation right now. Andy and you and I all share futuristic in our top five. Yes. That's incredible. So based on that, I'd like to rev up my analytical, which used to be number 20, but I retook the test and it's now at number four. <laughs> my question, <laughs> question asking strength. Um, I'd love to hear from all of us um, what we see happening in the strengths world and how we think that that could benefit moving into the new age. Now that we have 12 million people that have taken this assessment, and yet I'm, I'm highly uncertain about how many of them actually know what the results mean. All three of us are passionate about helping people to understand that. I'd right. love to hear what your thoughts are from your futuristic strength <clears throat> about where you think this could go and what you see happening. So for me, the futuristic piece is really to continue to drive the, you know, hit the pavement having to just communicate, communicate. I mean, Gallup has done decades and decades of research. The proof is in the pudding. That's how I always seem to explain it. And if we can, as a collaborative community, continue to work together collaboratively to drive the message of this is the way to go. If you want to have a sustainable company, if you as an individual want to find fulfillment and happiness in your life, then work with a coach, work with a strengths coach, or consult with a strengths coach because, again, the ROI 
and the transformation speaks to itself. And so I think as a community, a larger community, strengths enthusiast community, we have to be collaborative partners and moving the message, getting out there, doing our presentations and doing the work. That's great. And I also love that you said you're working with two other individuals, Ryan, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of, and then is, is it his wife? Yes, Jen Loomis. Jen, mm-hmm. that's so cool. I think uh, that's something that I personally have been kind of seeking out is to develop some kind of team mm-hmm. where it's just not a one-man army. I'm not a one-man band. I want to get out there and kind of integrate and work with other strengths enthusiasts because, like you said, I feed off of that. And when we, we ask ourselves, what do we need in order to embrace all of our talents and actually aim them, that's something that I need, not something I'm still looking for. So kudos on that for finding those two individuals. And I wish you guys a tremendous amount of success moving forward. Thank you. So is that the vision that you see moving like in the future uh, vision of the way you see the world, Andy? That collaborating as strengths coaches would actually bring a lot more benefit than working individually. One hundred percent, absolutely. Woo-hoo! It's like we're hey. all <laughs> we are all looking to grab the same slice of pie. However, like Becky said, the big picture is making companies, individuals of all sizes, strengths aware and allowing them to kind of buck the system, ditch the status quo, don't focus on weaknesses, and leverage the power that you know Gallup has given us this tool. And, and, you know, Dr. Clifton and, and the late Kurt Liesfeld, they've given us this tool, this opportunity. It's incumbent upon us as passionate strengths enthusiasts to share it with as many people as we can. And I think, like Becky said earlier, and I've brought this up in the past, I am most dynamic and I am firing on all cylinders when I can speak in front of a large audience about strengths. I am less, I don't want to say less effective, but I do not feel like I'm making the most impact when I'm doing the one-on-one coaching. Although I love helping people see that light and kind of reach for that new level. We've spoken about this in the past several times, Grace. I just love getting in front of large groups of audiences and just saying, hey, there's a new way. You, can, I want you to jump on board this train of success because it is leaving and, and I want to educate you on where to meet and when to be there because you can roll out with us at the same time and take this to a whole new level. Yeah, for any of you looking for a keynote speaker, Andy is your man. Yeah. You can get the whole group fired up in less time than it takes you to tie your shoe. Yeah, well, it depends. I have Velcro sneakers, so I don't, that's pretty quick. No, I'm well, just and kidding. that goes to the same point, Andy, what you're talking about is – you know, we are only as sharp as our points, but so as individuals, we should, we're not round, well-rounded. We're, we should sharpen our points, but when we work in partnership with collaborative people, then as a team, we're well-rounded, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's exactly what I believe, and I think Grace uh, believes the same thing. About- oh, totally. Yeah, I come from a very different background than being than most I don't know maybe strengths coaches I guess don't all come from one background do they no <laughs> they come no. in all shapes and sizes yeah I was just talking to a woman <laughs> today actually a, a shout out to Sheila she's kind of on the fence whether or not to become Gallup certified or what to do and and uh, she really feels her calling is in coaching. She's been doing a lot of things in that realm for a while, but she loves strengths. She loves the tool, and she wants to apply it professionally. And her and I engaged in a big conversation about just coaching in general and how we use strengths. She comes from a very different background than I do. When I want to gallop to become strength certified, I could tell you what my top five meant, but if you would ask me what significance meant or something like that, I go, uh, I don't know. I know my top five. And they were like, seriously, you don't know what they all mean? I'm like, no, that's why I'm here. 
Duh. <laughs> like, teach me, show me the way, mold me, develop me into a strengths enthusiast and go out there and share your message. And, and, uh, and I came from that background where some people have been using it for years and they just want the certification. So they go there and they always learn something new, but yeah, everybody come is cut from a different cloth. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. And I think that's what makes this kind of this coaching group that we've established now uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it could even possibly become a matchmaking group yeah. if we can um, collaborate and um, kind of offer services to each other and see how we could each fit into, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not necessarily looking out to become like hugely rich off of this, but I love to collaborate and find ways that I could help others and have them help me at the same time. So maybe this group could could help to bring a lot of us together and then collaborate on different projects. Yeah. Absolutely. Vanilla Ice said it best. Stop, collaborate, and listen. And that's <laughs> that uh, Ice Ice Baby, if you ice, remember ice that. Ice Baby. All right. Before I get too weird, uh, let's move on to the next question. So, Becky, we've talked about how you use StrengthsFinder in your business and how you've kind of applied it in everyday life. But the next question I want to ask you is how do you encourage others to take the assessment? And also on the tail end of that, what kind of resistance do you get if people just have that just generic, oh, I don't want to take an assessment attitude? How do you kind of get around that? And how do you alleviate any kind of stigma attached to the word assessment itself? Actually, I've been pretty lucky. Uh, you know, the more I talk about uh, the, the assessment and what it's done for me with individuals, I pique their interest. Now, I have obviously had to complete my six coaching sessions and I was easily able to identify six people that were able to, that were willing and wanting to take the assessment. I have provided the book with the code in networking meetings when I've done a presentation as like a giveaway. And I have had a little bit of resistance from people who get the book, but don't necessarily want to take the time to take the assessment. So with those people, it's a matter of just a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of follow-up, but I also know when they need to take that initiative themselves and therefore, you know, that's on them. You know, you have the resources, the tools, you have the information behind why I'm asking you to take it, but it's up to you to actually take the initiative, take the assessment, and then I offer a free one-hour consultation for us to go through their report and learn a little bit more about that. And then, obviously, if they want to learn more, well, certainly I'm available as a coach. Uh, but even my daughter is going to, my daughter's 14, she's going into high school next year. She's been watching what's been going on here in my life, and I actually got her the Strengths Revolution kit, and I'm going to be having her take that as she prepares to go into uh into um, high school so that, you know, she's able to understand what her top three themes are and how that could be applied academically with her future visions. Wow. Uh, Becky, I'm not familiar with the Strengths Revolution. Is that for kids? Yes, it is. Um, I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure I got the name right. It's, I'm sorry, Strengths Explorer for ages sure. 10 to 14. Okay. Yeah. And it's from Gallup. Yes. Okay. I have heard of Explorer. And then there's yes, Strengths I'm Quest sorry. for college yes. students. Well, like high school right. college so students. Right. So yeah. Strengths Explorer for 10 to 14 year olds. Hmm. And it's a neat little thing. It comes with a youth workbook and an apparent guide. So 
Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool tool. I've used it a little bit in the past for some family coaching, which I only has done once. I believe it went successful, um, but uh, it was it was interesting to use within a younger audience. So, and I apologize mm-hmm. for that background music that played. I was actually going to Quirk uh, site, which we will. Oh see. yes, it plays music. Yeah, it plays music <laughs> in the beginning, which is awesome. Andy, but, uh, I know. What are you know. doing? Yeah, no, this isn't professional, but I will slap <laughs> a link uh, to their website as well because I really like what they do. I love the videos they've been creating and doing some of those skits, you know, back and forth and, mm-hmm. and how the two themes kind of engage with each other and stuff. So really cool. St- and this is why I get like, I get giddy when I see people create this engaging content. Cause I think, I don't want to say for so long, but for a bulk of maybe the early, uh, when strengths first came out, it was kind of like, okay. And there was a lot of, of science behind it and, you know, theoretical studies and, and Gallup was providing this stuff. But at the end of the day, it wasn't exciting. You know, it wasn't really super fun. It wasn't super engaging. But now you see more and more coaches are creating these really dynamic websites. They're doing cool things with video. They're slapping content out on YouTube. They're creating these different, you know, animation type things or graphics. And it's really starting to make this wealth of really just awesome content that's out there that others can consume. And I really just want to give everybody a big kudos that's out there kind of branding themselves and and coaching based on what they do best. And that's engaging with I love how they're just so willing to share it with everyone. Yeah. I mean, that that Mm -hmm. says a lot about their character that they're just willing to put it out there for everybody to use. Yeah, if you aren't already a member of the Facebook group, the Gallup um, StrengthsFinder Facebook group, go ahead and join. Both Andy and I are on there. Becky, are you on there too? I'm on there. Yeah, Gallup, it's a Gallup called the coach has got one too on Facebook. So it's a great way just to kind of, you know, it's a test thing. Just throw it out there. See what people think. I always do it. Hey, do you like this video? Do you like this content? Here's an ebook. What do you think of the content in the ebook? And I always get a tremendous amount of feedback and it's, it's a, it's a huge support network mm-hmm. for strength coaches. So awesome. Becky, I did want to throw some kudos your direction because I did read your awesome write up in the Women of Distinction magazine. Uh, that was that was sent out. So Becky was featured in this through Executive Broadcasting Channel, Women of Distinction magazine, and I will make sure that I put a link to that as well in our show notes. Thank you very oh, much. What was that about? Were you featured as a, a coach or as a yes, as a is this in this it, yes, and the article was being done uh, just prior uh, to my actual certification. So, but it was really talking about um, you know professional coaching and how people don't have to feel stuck in their job. They don't have to fear change because when you are able to identify your talents and turn them into strengths, there's a transformation that comes. And by being able to help people as a coach connect their strengths to their work, uh, that I feel that it not only improves your efficiency and confidence, but it gives you productivity and doesn't allow for you to lose your hope. So it was kind of a message out there around, you know, don't be stuck. I've been there. You know, I've been there where I was in an environment that I was stuck in. I needed to make a decision, a very conscious decision to leave it. But with that, you lose, you know, your stable income, you lose, um, you know, you, you lose a little bit of your sense of self. And so for me, by having the strengths finder and by going through my own coaching, I was able to rediscover that at a bigger level and not turn back and feel like I had to go running back to a, a traditional job. For me, entrepreneurship and being my own uh, coach and consultant for other people was a dream that I never thought would happen, and it's happened. 
Wow, good for you, Becky. Yeah, awesome story. Awesome story. Becky, you're sitting behind somebody who's who's at a computer, and they just print out their their top five. They get their theme insights report. They're staring at it. They're looking at it. They kind of see these funny words that may or may not be real <laughs> in the mm-hmm. dictionary or not. And they turn to you and they say, now what? What is mm-hmm. one piece of advice you would give them just to start them, push them into a direction of success? The first piece of advice is to take your strengths, insight, theme, report with the action items and really take your big old highlighter and start highlighting things that words that resonate with you, words that you can say, that is me. Because when you start dissecting that report, the words that define what the theme is or is much more important than just the theme word itself. And then the second thing is, is that I love to do with, with people who decide that they want to learn more about themselves is I absolutely love doing theme pairing. I think theme pairing is one of the bigger ways for you to be able to get much more um, to acknowledge and claim your talent in a much bigger way. And that's the one thing, and I know it's my strategic thinking, but that's the one way I can get people to really just let go of thinking of their themes as static or as, you know, I don't like this or I don't like that word, but really see it as um, the interplay of their talents together. For me, being able to share that insight and help them see sometimes where things can be a little bit more raw versus mature is really, really beneficial to that person. How do you do the theme pairing? You just pick the two of the five and see how they work together? What you do is um, there's actually a theme pairing book that Kurt put together that we got as part of our coaching kits. And what you do is you take your first talent, your first dominant talent, and you pair it with the second, third, and fourth, and fifth. Then you take your second talent, you pair it with the third, fourth, and fifth, and then the third with the fourth and fifth, and the fourth with the fifth. And there's descriptions around those pairings and what it looks like. And uh, for me, it just gives people that bigger, broader view of how these things interplay. It gives additional kind of additional information about themselves to them. Yeah, it's more of a broad look on on their top five rather than just breaking them down and looking at the individual themes. Exactly. Interplay. This whole year of exploring strengths coaching, I've never heard of that particular exercise. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's available on, you know, Gallup Strengths Finder. They have the files or Gallup Call to Coach. They got those little files tab. I don't know if it's available out there in like a PDF form. I've or downloaded not. every single one, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you would know. I you would seen know. that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make sure it gets yeah. into the hands of the right people. What a, that are but what a simple way to to even go deeper into that. I've never exactly. thought of that connection. That's great. Exactly. Thanks for sharing that, Becky. You're welcome. Yeah, dig dig deep. I think it's amazing. Dig deep. deep. Help (laughs) others identify. I mean, one of the things that I like to do is I help other people identify their talents. And then Mm -hmm. I I try to establish some kind of emotional attachment to those talents. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rather than just being aware of it, kind of create that emotional tie. And then I make sure they're self-interested in those talents. I mean, I want them to have a burning desire to learn more about how this can not only be applied, but what it really means to take ownership of your top five. Exactly. And then you got to make sure they can recall that information. So it's just mm-hmm. not a short-term memory type thing where they, they take it in and they brain dump it later. They have to be able to kind of recall that stuff and then in order to be able to apply it. 
Very cool. This has been an this has been an awesome interview. Uh, yeah, I, I really I, I really appreciate Becky taking time out of her day to allow Grace and I the opportunity to kind of pick your brain and uh, also hear what what it's like in the life of Becky Jorgensen as she moves <laughs> forward as a Gallup certified strength coach. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed this as well. Thank you, Andy, and thank you for everything that uh, you guys. I've had fun. Yeah, we great. Hey, can we finish with one last thing? Sure. Oh, you want to yeah. mention a couple words that you would have pronounced from the place where you originally are from. I'm originally from <laughs> central Pennsylvania, and we say, or even western Pennsylvania, we say that we wash our clothes in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we stay around and eat some pie a while. We eat pie later, you know, a while. <laughs> oh, That's a goodness. weird accent coming from the Midwest later, and now I'm in the... West Coast. But Andy, what about you? What are some weird accent words that you can, or normal words <laughs> this, that you could? This is the conversation that's stemming off our pre-show banter. And as <laughs> Grace and I interview people from all over the world, we always like to kind of track the different accents or, or usage of certain words, or maybe even words that don't exist in the English dictionary are thrown out there. But for me, it's uh, instead of saying pecan pie or pecan pie, I say pecan like pecan pie so yeah that's that's, around the corner yeah like pecan yeah that's that's my thing being from you know pennsylvania i don't know if it's a pennsylvania dutch thing but yeah what about you becky well i am from connecticut originally so the one word for sure that i get corrected on all the time is instead of saying idea which i have to be very conscious about i say idea grinder versus hoagie soda versus pop and Aunt versus aunt. Nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> I just, like that. It's amazing. We're all so different. And it's just, <laughs> you know, what really threw me off is when I was stationed with uh, some military folks from Georgia, and I'm sure others, you know, places down in the South, that Coke is everything. Like, yes. like can I have a Dr. Pepper Coke? And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> Or get me a Coke. Georgia. And they're like, here's a Coke. And you're like, no, I wanted a Sprite. And I'm like, then why'd you ask for a Coke? Well, everything's Coke. And I'm like, that just throws me way and there's off. There's no Pepsi Coke. That doesn't even happen. Yeah. And dinners, <laughs> dinner, supper. But hey, let's, I love that we close this out with some kind of, uh, off the topic banter towards the end. It was really hey, cool. We are multifaceted, Andy. We've got accents out the wazoo here. So yeah. we might as well talk about it, you know? It's a fun time. Fun time. All right, everybody. Becky, thank you again. Grace, thanks for being on. My name, Andy Sokolovich from UnleashStrengths.com. Remember, if you want to be on this show, if you want to take part in this craziness we call strengths and thematics, go ahead and shoot me an email, Andy at UnleashStrengths.com. The only prerequisite we have is that you absolutely love StrengthsFinder and you want to have fun with it, share your story and engage in a conversation that will prove to be both educational and entertaining. Again, Andy at Unleash strengths.com thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon see ya thank you for listening to another episode of thematics presented by unleashstrengths.com remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted